What's up, Team Eagles, and welcome to Optimized, the show that teaches you all things tea and how it can optimize longevity, recovery, and performance. My name is Vince Lapalusa, and I am your host and guide on this tea journey. And today, we are diving into the world of chai. Ah, I love chai. There's so much history and just depth within this tea. And it's super interesting because, well... We'll wait and we'll see about the history of chai. And so today we're going to dig into three topics about chai, specifically the history of chai, a little overview of that, the health benefits and those that are unique to chai, and of course, any tips that you need to know to have the best chai experience that you can have. So let's dive on in. So the history of chai. This one's interesting because... It's been skewed a lot, and what we know, what I know, as growing up as an American, it's it's different from what you actually, from the origins it actually came from. So, first we'll start off with the word chai itself, literally means tea. So, chai equals tea. And so when people say they're having a chai tea latte, what that actually means is a tea tea latte. The word chai has developed an origin or developed over time into meaning this spicy type tea that we all know and love that's like cinnamon, clove, ginger, all that good, all those good things that we will dig into a little bit. And so why is that? It's because it actually originated and it was known as what's called masala chai, which masala chai means spiced tea. So, where did that come from? Where what were like the early historical origins of chai? Well, there's some there's some conflicting evidence or conflicting thoughts on this, on where chai originated. Some people believe that chai is 9,000 years old and originated in the royal palaces in India as something that royalty only would consume and enjoy. Um, others believe that it's only 5,000 years old and is actually of Thai descent. Now, predominantly, either way, it was predominantly started as something that you would just simmer a bunch of spices in water for a long period of time, unsweetened, without any actual tea leaves. The tea leaves that we know, like black tea, black tea is typically within chai. And the tea leaves that we know in that were not introduced until 1835. And in 1835, that's when the British actually came to India and started these tea plantations. And from then on, because in Indian culture, the chai was so prevalent, British would actually incorporate black tea into the chai that was traditional for India and for the region. What's also unique is that there's no set recipe and there never has been a set recipe with chai. It's like I have Italian descent in my in my family and there's no set pasta sauce that is like a red sauce that is just 
Italian red sauce. Every family kind of claimed to have the best red sauce and like it was theirs. They had special ingredients and whatnot. The same goes for chai. Chai was different across the households. And still to this day, people claim that like their family's chai is the best chai. So it's unique because it's just developed so much over the years. And now chai is you can find you can find it on every street corner. Um, here in the United States and everywhere. It's, it comes in concentrates. It comes as a simple syrup flavored chai. Uh, it's just, it's unique and kind of interesting how it's developed over these thousands of years and why we know it as it is. So that leads us into these unique health benefits of chai. And how so? Well, because there is no recipe and there is no true chai basis, like there's nothing that really defines chai. We, we've kind of assumed whenever you order a chai, you're assuming a flavor. But really, in reality, someone could give you any tea and it's technically chai. Um, but because of that, the health benefits are super unique to whatever you actually place into the chai, whatever your recipe is. So... Typically, what you will find in a chai nowadays is it's going to be a typically a black tea base with cinnamon, ginger, clove, cardamom, and maybe peppercorn. That's those are typically like those four, five, six ingredients are very common in chais nowadays. However, it's very unique, and you can find some extremely unique chais out there. If people want more of a functional flavor, if people want caffeine-free, because if you incorporate the black tea leaves, you're going to have, or tea leaves in general, you're going to have caffeine. Um, So just breaking down some of the unique benefits of those ingredients that you do find, one being like cinnamon. Cinnamon is a great, great one anti-inflammatory, but also it's actually really good at balancing blood sugar. Um, It's actually one of those herbs that can act as a carrier herb, like pepper. Pepper and cinnamon can act as carrier herbs, meaning it can help with other transport of compounds in like the tea leaves and other herbs to pass through cell walls and stuff like that. That's super cool, super unique. Uh, Ginger, as we all know, ginger is great for the stomach, also good for inflammation, lowering the inflammation within the body. Um, Just another good spicy herb that has great flavor, heats up the body, warms it up. Um, Many great Ayurvedic type properties. And that's the cool thing about chai is that it's a very Ayurvedic beverage. Um, Typically, you can just kind of throw whatever you want into it, depending on what you need and what you're looking for. So you have ginger, you have cinnamon, cloves, cardamom. I mean, we could dig into all of these. But frankly, what what's super important is that it can be whatever you would like. Like, for example, when I make my chai, I typically like to add these, these functional roots and herbs, such as ashwagandha, um, dandelion root, stuff like that. That's They have these inherent benefits that, frankly, by themselves, too, those flavors are a little bit powerful and not always the most palatable. But when you incorporate them with these other delicious herbs like cinnamon and ginger and clove, they kind of get masked by those by those, and actually it's 
delicious. And then it's not only delicious, but now you have the functionality purposes of ashwagandha, of dandelion root. And then on top of it, if you add the black tea, you get black, you get the catechins within tea, you get the caffeine, a little bit of a caffeine kick. Um, and stepping back from like the physical health benefits of chai and those herbs, it's super therapeutic. And the whole process of making chai is a therapy in itself. First of all, you get the beautiful aromas of these herbs. These are all very aromatic herbs. So you're cooking it on the stovetop, it's wafting into the house, and you can just feel the tension relieve from your body when you're cooking and preparing chai in the traditional sense on the stovetop, simmering it for long, long periods of time. Um, especially on these cold uh, fall and winter months, it's these are such warming herbs and just bring such a sense of warmth and comfort to the soul. So there's a lot of just like mental and spiritual kind of health benefits in regards to also the physical benefits of the herbs themselves. Now, I will say if you're looking for strictly health benefits of chai and of this tea, I recommend skipping milk. Now, you can add a milk alternative like a coconut milk or an almond milk, something along those lines. But the reason I say that, I had the honor of interviewing Dr. William Lee, and I highly recommend you check it out in episode 36 on Optimized. Um, but in that conversation, Dr. Lee and I discussed the the interaction of milk and tea and how milk actually binds to the catechins within tea and doesn't allow our body to absorb it. It makes it less bioavailable, meaning we just pass it through in our urine or excretion, however however it gets passed through. And that is specifically just with cow's milk. Now, like I said, if, you're, if you really do want that creaminess from the milk, um, I would recommend a coconut or a milk alternative. I prefer coconut if I'm going to do that. I think it's delicious, but you got to do you. So taking us to the tips and tricks to make the best chai experience for you. Um, first off, because chai is just tea, experiment and have fun. It's such a beautiful and fun process to be making a chai on the stovetop, especially if you're with people. Do it in a gathering, like where you can, everyone can maybe add in their own spice, you know, change it up a little and experiment, have fun with it. And like I've mentioned, I've alluded to this on a few different, different times throughout this talk, simmer it. The longer you simmer these herbs, the more you extract out of them, the more flavor you get, but also the better functionalities you'll get out of these herbs as well. So it's like a good pasta sauce, like I mentioned. The longer you simmer, the better it's going to be. So simmer it for a long time and just let it, I mean, frankly, you can let it sit on the stovetop, simmer it, and just scoop the tea, like a like a ladle, ladle of tea out into your cup and just let it keep simmering. It's just going to get better and better the longer you let it go. Now, that being said, if you are going to add black tea or any tea leaves of that sort, I highly recommend you add that towards the latter half of the preparation. So let it when or add it when there's maybe five minutes left in the brewing process, uh, just so that the black tea can get too astringent and too bitter, um, and 
if we're looking for the best experience, we don't want that. So you can simmer the herbs on the stovetop for as long as possible. And then if you have black tea, maybe pour those herbs into your cup, steep the black tea in that cup individually, take the black tea out, boom, you have the perfect cup of tea, of chai. So you have that. I always recommend obviously making it from scratch. Find the herbs, get a good herb or get some good loose leaf and make it yourself. Make it from scratch. Find what works best for you. Experiment. Again, have fun with it. And if you're looking for uh, caffeine or not caf- or non-caffeinated, depending on the time of the day and depending on your sensitivity, there's good options. So like I mentioned, black tea will have caffeine and depending on how long you steep it, more there will be more caffeine with that. So add caffeine. You can add black tea. Um, I love adding actually a fermented black tea known as puar. And this adds a creaminess to the tea as well as just an earthiness, something that I personally love. And this is why it's fun to experiment because this is that's my, my personal recipe. If you're looking for the caffeine-free option, one, you just don't have to add the black tea leaves or the any tea leaves. But two, you can also add rooibos. Rooibos is a unique herb that adds a little bit of like a honey-like flavor. I would also recommend adding it at the end as well of the process, just so that you don't oversteep the rooibos, get uh, get a little bit of bitterness, and it will really bring out some of the honey sweet, like natural sweetness of these herbs. And um, yeah, you can use black tea. If you don't have any black tea on hand, another good option is a gunpowder green tea. Gunpowder green tea is another uh, smokier and bolder green tea. Just something different, unique. But try whatever tea you have. See what see what happens. See what you like and mess around. Again, have fun with it. Experiment. And that's all. We'll leave it at that. There's your high-level overview of chai, masala chai. We don't call it chai tea because it's not tea tea. It's just chai. So appreciate you for tuning in to today's episode. And if you haven't already, please subscribe and leave a five-star review. And in your five-star review, if you recommend or if you want to hear about a specific tea, leave that within the review and it will be added to the list of teas that I am going to review and talk about. I'll do the hard work. You just sit back, listen to what I have to say about that tea. I'll also give you a shout out on the episode. So leave that. And if you're looking to you know, try a unique and functional and super flavorful chai, then I highly recommend you also check out Fresh Steep's Chai Cleanse. So freshsteeps.com. Go check out their chai cleanse. The chai cleanse contains a puer tea, which is a fermented black tea, dandelion root, which is great for liver support, ashwagandha, which helps support the cortisol within our body and other natural hormones, uh, cinnamon, clove, and ginger. It's by far the most unique chai I've ever experienced and something that is just super delicious. So go check it out, freshsteeps.com. Chai Cleanse. Check it out today. Level up your your chai game. And that's all. So thank you so much for tuning in today. And remember to take some time for yourself and enjoy a cup of tea. And we'll see you in the next episode.